you are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on a special crossover episode of Locked On Kansas City Padres. Very excited <laughs> about this one. That happened in real life. The Royals basically flipped their entire team to the Padres. And on Locked On, we're going to have a crossover episode here between Locked On Royals and the Locked On Padres podcast. My boy Javier, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. Let, let me ask, what sounds better, the Kansas City Padres or the San Diego Royals? I like the Kansas City Padres. You like Kansas City Padres? It is Kansas City is a, a low key, like a cool beginning name for something. I actually think, yeah, San Diego. We are we all know what San Diego is about. I kind of like that. I agree with you, but just wanted to float it out there. And yeah, there's a reason why everyone leaves San Diego. <laughs> oh my gosh! Come on, man. <laughs> so hey, you you had that parting shot, you know, at our, our last crossover. But on today's show, uh, and really, <laughs> oh, no, I did. That's right. <laughs> Really throughout the week here, we have a very special time. It is, it is that time of year again where we're going to be diving into Thanksgiving. Hopefully, maybe, maybe over Zoom. Who knows what Thanksgiving looks like in 2020? And if you can't have your Thanksgiving, well, then have it with me and Javi, and we will just have Thanksgiving with you. Uh, because on today's show, we're going to talk about how special Thanksgiving is, and we're going to draft the best Thanksgiving plate and you you at home listening are gonna get to decide who did it best who whose plate would you rather have mine or Javi Javi how how prepared are you and and do you think you're gonna win this one um how prepared am I wow <laughs> that's that's quite the question I'm, I'm pretty aptly prepared I usually know my because I feel like this is a great question that we usually all ask like what's the Thanksgiving dish and all this stuff I'm pretty well prepared though I feel I feel good um, I'm excited to just talk about Thanksgiving in general, perhaps. Uh, Thanksgiving, I think, is a, a very fun, simple holiday in its own its own right. And I'm 100% prepared to do uh, this idea that you just asked me about doing that on the surface. Sounds crazy, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Yeah, so the idea is we're going to go back and forth like an actual draft, drafting Thanksgiving foods, maybe even Thanksgiving activities, and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens here. And who can create the best Thanksgiving? Let's do it that way. You got to get the food, you got to get the drinks, you got to get the activity, you, you got to get all of it. You, you have to have the best Thanksgiving. Where would you want to go, my house or Javi's house? So <laughs> I, I do want to start though with just Thanksgiving as a whole. What what are your feelings on Thanksgiving? So for me, look, Thanksgiving for it's so funny because I have some friends that are like, man, screw Thanksgiving and this and that. And me, I usually only spend Thanksgiving with my mom for the most part. Like, that's just it. It's just us two. We're chilling. We're cool. We're killing it. We make some cool food. And maybe like every now that I've gone to my dad's Thanksgiving. But that's it's been so long since I've done that. So for the most part, it's, it's a one on one affair in this case between my mom and I. And then we watch football and then we watch whatever show we've been watching. And it's it's a good time. It's a solid holiday. I just feel like. If people hate it, you're overthinking it. You know what I'm saying? You, you just don't overthink it. And I understand some of the critiques. I understand that some people are like, hey, man, I don't care about my third cousin. Why are we doing this? Well, then just say that. I think there needs to be some more honesty with Thanksgiving. It's like, okay, you don't have to have this giant seven generation spanning Thanksgiving. That You don't have to do that. Who? Where does it say you have to do that? Where does it say you have to get dressed up 
like you're going to a wedding. I, I've never understood that either. I'm in my pajamas every time. Even when I'm with a lot of people, I'm in my pajamas. So Thanksgiving as a whole, I think is really solid. Um, and it gets a little bit too much hate when a lot of people, it's become personality traits for people like food. So uh, like Thanksgiving, it's the exact same thing. You basically get to celebrate food. Uh, I know there's some other things that are part of Thanksgiving. Obviously, there is a history to it. But uh, in a vacuum, just uh, chow down, man. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just have a ball, honestly. I mean, why not? <laughs> I think that you're right. It gets a bad it gets a bad reputation. It's in a bad time frame. I mean, you're coming off Halloween, then you're looking forward mm. to Christmas. The, the weather at times outside of global warming are starting to change a little bit. You're getting that uh, Mar- uh, Mariah Carey Christmas on. You know, you're, you're feeling good. Maybe you listen to some Blue Christmas by Elvis already. Who knows? Uh, so it gets, it gets in a bad time frame here in the middle of November, but I do think that it is the one of the best holidays because you simply wake up and if you're hosting Thanksgiving, you wake up to this aroma of just all of this amazing food. You wake up to that and then all you're doing all day is eating and watching football. And, and this year, mm-hmm. you're going to be eating, watching football and seeing some NBA breaking news with, with the uh, free agency. So it's going to yeah. be crazy. This is going to be an amazing Thanksgiving uh, if you can gather and do it safely and this, that, and the third. Yeah, of course, of course. Everything everything we say here is just in general. Like, of course, everyone, I don't know what everyone's plans are necessarily uh, concerning the pandemic and all that stuff. Yeah, for everybody to stay safe and whatnot, but just to join. And that's a good point. Like, I would love to just be, chowing down on something just hearing that james harding got traded that might be that's like in the cards that's not an inconceivable thing that could happen that would be what a flex by the nba that would be by the way because <laughs> football basically dominates that day if they came out and really, you know we had some breaking huge news what an absolute flex by them that would be i love when the the, the respective sports like kind of have their big drama slash acquisition whatever moment like when the other one is in the middle of something it's just it's all it's always a blast to see well, here's the thing. You're right. It's not inconceivable because uh, not only has the NBA stolen away the 4th of July in normal years, that's whenever Kevin Durant made the weakest mm-hmm. move in NBA history to go Jordan the Warriors, but they can steal away Thanksgiving because there can be trades and even James Harden trades, but they would truly legitimately steal the headlines because this is the NFL slate. At, at 11.30 Central Time, you've got Texans-Lions. At 3.30, you've got Washington football team, Dallas Cowboys. And at 7.20, you have the big one, the Ravens and Steelers. So you've Mm. got one good game out of three. And if you drop that news before seven, the day is over. We're talking hardened to the to the nets and we're talking how does that three how does that trio fit together? I mean, the NBA could really shoehorn themselves into Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, man. It's it's I love it. I love it. And it's, it's it's a cozy holiday too. You know, get cozy, get like all, you know, cozy up and just, just enjoy the fact that you're kind of alive and you get to eat good food. I think that, like I said before, like people are overthinking it and then it's kind of, it, I'm not saying it's a holiday for everyone. I think that a, I actually started to become higher on Halloween. Actually. I don't know about you. The older I get, the more I'm like, I really, I, I respect Holly, the Halloween's game. You know what I mean? I like that Holly, Halloween. It doesn't matter what you're, your kind of your culture is, you know what I mean? No, no matter what, it's just like, there's different ways to celebrate, whether you're just like candy, whether you're just like, all right, this isn't a Halloween podcast, but, but basically, yeah, to summarize, um, you know, I do hate about Thanksgiving football that they always schedule the Cowboys, the fake America's team, and then the Lions who are just bad. 
it's just it's usually a nightmare and this year is no different um the lions texans game should be watchable but in the case of the cowboys what i'm just like how long do you think we're going to keep up this facade rylan that the cowboys are america's team what do you think like another 15 years of them going 313 like i don't really know how long it's going to last but i really want to end as soon as possible I honestly cannot see a way for it to end, though, because, I mean, we, we're <laughs> in a day and age now where you can truly watch any game you want to. There's Red Zone, mm-hmm. there's Sunday Ticket, there's more primetime games now and national TV games now than there ever has been. And, and so it's clear to the NFL, or this it should be, that there are fans living all across the world that are fans of different teams. And, you know, there's still a, a huge majority of Cowboy fans, but there, there's also fans of every team in the NFL, and, and that NFL fans have now become – fans of the sport, not fans of teams. You know, you're interested in tonight's game, the Cardinals and and the uh, Seahawks. It's an interesting game. If you're an NFL fan, if you like football, you want to watch Kyler and Russell Wilson. You don't care that the Cardinals and the Seahawks don't really have all that great of a history. I mean, Seahawks has been great recently. Cardinals mm-hmm. has, have not never been really dominant in my lifetime. Uh, you don't really care about that, though. You, you care about what's on the field and the product on the field today. You don't really give a damn about history. You don't give a damn about what happened with the with the football team and the Cowboys in the 80s. I mean, who cares? The football team yeah. hasn't been relevant in, in 30 years, and the Cowboys have just been mediocre for the last 30 years. So who, who really cares about their history? So if they haven't really by now that not only do fans have access to these games and then they've chosen their own path and not have just followed the Cowboys, but also that football fans have evolved into just true to life football fans, not necessarily, you know, just fans of a certain team. Like, like I'm sure that most people listening to this podcast right now from the Royals feed are Chiefs fans, but they'll also watch any football game you put in front of them. So why not give them a great product? Now on the flip side of that coin, well, why would you blow three games on Thursday and then ruin your Sunday schedule if people are going to watch it anyway. And, and since there's no competition, they do have that flex, flexibility, uh, but I would like to see it more like the NBA where you just get a marquee game and all three time slots for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it's hard to predict in football. Like I understand that unlike the NBA where like you schedule Christmas games, you have a pretty good idea of which teams are going to be good uh, while football the Texans, in theory, you could have said they have Deshaun Watson. What the heck? They could still be good. But then you have the games like Washington and Dallas, which you're only doing that because Dallas isn't there. And then Washington's a good big franchise, I guess. Although, unlike Dallas, the Washington like viewership and their stadium seating is like not actually good. Like, I don't know if they're actually as big as they used to be. But y- you get my point, right? But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess, with that. Love talking about football, by the way. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know, that's what people uh, came here for, I think. Uh, and if they didn't, then they surely came here for a Thanksgiving Day draft. Yeah, and by the way, just just one quick thing before we get into that. You do have, out of all, like, the sports people that I follow on Twitter, like, my favorite header with the baby Yoda Mahomes. It's just one of the funniest things. I'll just check your profile every now and then just to see that picture. Dude, uh, it's, not, it's my favorite picture of all time. I mean, and, and, and the actual <laughs> so cute. version, like, the big version of it, there's a ketchup bottle next to him, like, just because Mahomes loves ketchup. <laughs> It's so amazing and it's so adorable, you know, the, the Yoda Mahomes, <laughs> uh, baby Yoda Mahomes. It's, it's perfect. Uh, but coming up, we're going to dive into our Thanksgiving Day plates and then we'll draft our Thanksgiving Day activities. And then we'll try to figure out what players would go where in our households. So that's all coming up after this on the Lockdown Royals and Lockdown Padres podcast. And so we're back on the Lockdown Royals and Lockdown Padres podcast. I am Ryland Stiles. Joining me is my boy, Javi. Javi, let's dive in to the draft. And we haven't decided the draft order. We're going to go snake style, but who's going to get the first pick? 
I say the first pick goes to let's give it to the, the guy hosted the Royals podcast. It is funny because it's not like Kansas City's dying, as you've mentioned, with you probably have a lot of Chiefs fans listening uh, because you have the Kansas City Chiefs to be happy about. But your team was the weaker between our twos this year. So I wouldn't be that upset if you decided to go with the first overall pick here. I'll allow it. I'll allow it just this one time. OK, well, then that puts me on the clock. I'm looking at my big board right now and. You really have like a whole big board? I have a huge Excel <laughs> spreadsheet right here with the values assigned to it. What would the war be for these decisions? Uh, you know, and, and and I might surprise you. I, I think that my team might be constructed a little bit like the Tampa Bay Rays, where it's a bunch of it's a bunch of things that you didn't really expect to, to work, but it just does. Mm-hmm. With my first overall pick in the 2020 God's year, the year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Locked On Podcast Network draft. The Kansas City Royals of the Locked On Podcast Network and Ryland Styles select Green Bean Casserole. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. There's nothing better than a well done green bean casserole. Make sure you have the cheese on top. It, mm. it is it is sensational. It is a value pick here, not flashy, a little polarizing, kind of like Anthony Edwards. We'll see what happens <laughs> moving forward. I like the pick. I'm comfortable here. Big swing and miss pick. It can either be a home run hit or we can look like we just drafted Anthony Bennett, but we'll see. I got green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. It's a solid pick. I really think. Was it a reach? Maybe. Maybe it was a reach. It could have been a reach. It's almost like taking, you know, Josh Donaldson first in your fantasy baseball draft this year. It's it's possible that it was a little bit of a reach. It's a, it's a pick we all want to make. Don't make me don't get make me uh don't get me wrong here. But was it a little bit too high? I don't know. I don't know, Riley, but I respect it. But I have to admit, you know, I'm not necessarily I don't know if you've seen pictures of me. I'm not exactly the biggest uh consumer of the green things, you know, but uh I have to remind myself, you know, I always get asparagus and green beans mixed up by the way. So let me just remember what green beans look like. Hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. No, no, no. Okay. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Okay. They were what I thought. They were what I thought they were. Um, yeah. Okay. That's so should I go took with the my damn draft. <laughs> yeah, should I go? Go ahead. Number two, you're on the clock. All right. Look, mine is, it is the, I'm not, I don't want to be this bold. So I won't say the player I was going to think of to assign to it, but it's all the old reliable, you know, and, I'm, and there's a certain pick in this draft that I think will reveal who's a narc between the two of us. And I'm not going to make that pick obviously. And I want to see if you're going to make it, but with my first pick uh, in the first round of this 2020, the God's year, as you described uh, draft, the lockdown Padres slash Javier Reyes host of that lockdown Padres podcast. We select stuffing. We need stuffing. stuffing. Stuffing's great. And now I know that there are different versions of it. I'm going with the general pick of stuffing. I feel like it's always good. It's consistent. As you mentioned in your green bean thing, it's not impossible for the green bean casserole not to come out good. But I think that with stuffing, it's the old reliable. It's good. And it's better than a lot of the other traditional Thanksgiving things. A little bit of a low ceiling. But there are some ways that you add a little bit of cheese in there, a little bit of butter in the process of of cooking. And I know my um. Uh, a friend of ours, friend of the family, he makes a killer stuffing. Yeah, so agreed, but it is so necessary that I think I have to go with it. I, I'm going strong. I'm going big and may, maybe a low ceiling. I don't know what draft prospect of the NBA draft I would compare it to like you did with Anthony Edwards, but uh, yeah, I'm going with stuffing. A very low ceiling, high floor. Would you go, are you going box, you know, box stuffing or are you making it from scratch though? 
Oh man, that's that's a good question. I'm gonna say from scratch just because of my experience with people who make it from scratch. You got to go cornbread stuffing from scratch there. I like that pick. Value pick there. Safe pick though. I I don't know how many votes it's mm-hmm. winning you. I think when people look at that, they're gonna <laughs> just gander on past that. It's like winning Oklahoma if you're a Republican. 